settling in, and some of our four-legged friends are just having fun not settling in. Welcome. As I'm looking out, and mostly from here, seeing the dogs, makes me think of a beloved dog that our family had the pleasure of being the guardian of when I was growing up. In middle school, we lived in a house on the campus of a school where my father uh, was teaching. It was an Episcopal school in beautiful rural Connecticut. This was a time before you'd ever put dogs on leashes out in rural Connecticut. And so in the morning when I would leave our house on campus and walk up this huge hill to my first classes, Tebow would come with me and keep me company trotting up the hill and going to class. And to my surprise, every single time that class let out, that first period class, and I had to go from the science building with algebra over to the regular building, there was Tebow to walk me in a sense, selfless giving. I mean, Tebow's joy was chasing tennis balls and running around in the woods. And yet, there he was at my class, picking me up every day. His love for me, for our family, and love that you all see reflected in your beloved creatures, whether they're here or at home, in your photographs, your mementos, online, that love is a reflection love for us, and God, a reflection of God who is revealed in the beauty of creation. A reading in Philippians this morning, we have Paul telling the church in Philippi, may you have the same, may the same mind be in you that was in Christ. The same mind. Now it's interesting, the word for mind, the same mind phrase, is for now, for now. This idea of phrenesis is more than just, let's say, a Vulcan mind meld. It's a depth of wisdom. The same mind, may the same depth of wisdom and understanding be in you. May the same depth and wisdom and understanding that's in you inspire you to know what to do. So we're called this morning by Paul to, in a sense, take on this wisdom and knowledge that we see reflected in the natural world. And that's what Francis saw. St. Francis of Assisi, who we're celebrating this morning. And he saw that companionship, that love, that devotion to others as opposed to to self. In Christ's call in how we serve humanity and serve our siblings, as well as the call into creation, to be companions with struck that in my lifetime we used to call ourselves pet owners. Now there are companions. We're guardians. We're peers. We are not better than. They are not worse than. And that is a call from God to, for all of us and how we care for creation and how we care for each other. Now this all didn't come naturally to Francis. Francis grew up in a very empowered home wealthy home. His father is a very successful merchant. 
merchant class was this emergent wealth and going up in a sense head to head with the landed gentry, the nobility, the landed aristocracy and changing the economic order. And Francis hooked into this and wanted to be a military hero. He wanted to fight for his, his family's perspective and he went off to fight in the neighboring town, Perugia, and was uh, captured, and was a prisoner of war. And in that time, he did not have his massive conversion, but it gave him time to start thinking. And who knows how Christ was moving in his mind to shape his mind and heart. But when he got out, he wanted to go on crusade. He wanted to keep fighting. Jesus for, for glory, for military power. And when he went on crusade, he only made it one day before he had a dramatic, mystical experience, a conversion experience of what triggered his conversion. He heard this voice essentially saying, is it better to serve the master then there's the dramatic moment when he comes to the decision that he needs to renounce all the worldly wealth, all his privilege, all his empowerment. And the story is he's on the town square and sheds his beautiful clothes, kind of like our silky vestments that we, we wear on Sundays, sheds it all, takes on sackcloth, renounces understanding that the way to live in to God's call is to go out and spread the word. Follow Christ's commission to his disciples to go out and take nothing with you. Just take Christ. Take the good news. So he did that. We remember today his love of creation and the companionship and unity that he sees in creation. But that goes hand in hand with what he understands this incredible life experience and witness of Francis in his ministry, in his life, of being fed by Christ, being fed in a sense by of the mind of Christ, growing into the wisdom and the knowledge of what's the next right thing to do. And it wasn't like he had a straight shot up and everything went beautiful. 